Hey sweet mama, welcome to Healthy and Empowered Living. Do you want to consistently make your healthiest choices so you can finally get to a weight you love? Do you find yourself up late at night searching recipes for healthier family meals or motivation to work out? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel frustrated that you can't follow through or guilty that it's taking away precious time from your kids again? Hey, I'm Lauren. I too was a mom who wanted to lose weight. I too worried that my health was taking up too much of my time and energy and wished that I could finally let go of the number on the scale and have a healthy relationship with food and exercise. I wanted confidence and freedom to love my body and food and have more energy for the things that really matter to me. But I kept telling myself that I'd never have the discipline to consistently make healthy choices and that I'd just keep falling off the wagon until I found a little secret that helped me get to and stay at a weight I love. In this podcast, you will find all the motivation and quick tips you need to live healthy consistently through mindful eating, fitness made simple, and mindset transformation so that you will live in true confidence at a weight you love and as the mama God created you to be. So pop in those earbuds, grab your healthy snack, and let's do this. Have you ever noticed that the way you start your morning often dictates how the rest of your day will go? Like, if you're already running late because you overslept, you feel like you spend the whole day playing catch-up unsuccessfully. Or if you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed and on edge the second you get out of bed, that often translates into being short and impatient with your kids or your husband as the day goes on, which of course leads to guilt for how you're treating them when they clearly don't deserve it. Or maybe if you're like me and things just don't go according to plan from the second you wake up, you're more likely to be angry and upset and just off for the rest of the day because of the frustration of that. Now, this is why the way in which you start your day is incredibly important and I believe can make all the difference in how your day continues. Now, I think about scriptures like how God's mercy is new every morning or that there will be joy in the morning and things like that, you know, versus about new days. And I believe a lot of those are in there because we don't have to carry the baggage of yesterday into our todays. But that's kind of a side note and maybe just some food for you to keep thinking about um, because I want to get into some practical ways that you can start your day off well. I'll be sharing three things that you can do each and every morning to set yourself up for success the rest of the day. Now, I'm going to present these to you in something like a trade-off, but I want you to remember or I want to remind you before I even get into it that this isn't about legalism or perfection. It's about finding a balance of living the life that God has for you and being the woman he created you to be through discipline and certain habits. These are simply suggestions of places to start, but I think they have the potential to make a huge difference, probably bigger than you think, in your overall health. Now, the other reminder I want to share is that it might take time to make these things habits. It did for me. Don't expect to hear them and then immediately be able to implement them all starting tomorrow and then keep going forever. Habit building takes time, especially if you're replacing other habits that have been super ingrained in you for a long time. So the first habit is water before coffee or tea, if you drink tea instead of coffee. I know it seems pointless because liquid is liquid, right? Wrong, unfortunately. Coffee and tea have actually been shown to dehydrate you rather than hydrate you, which is why it's so important to drink water first thing in the morning when you wake up. Now, I'm not going to go into all of the details because, well, that's just not what I do on this podcast. If you do some quick research about the benefits of drinking water first thing in the morning, what you'll find will encourage you to give it a try, I promise. A sneak peek, though, is that it helps flush out your body, fuel your brain, and gives your body the energy to begin the day. It's also going to set your digestion and gut up, 
better to receive the caffeine from the coffee or tea you're about to drink so that you don't experience that terrible crash shortly after. Basically, it's really good for your body to start your day off with water. That's the bottom line. Now, there are experts and studies and all the things about how much you should drink, but again, that's not where I'm going today. Partly because it's going to depend on your unique body, but also because, especially if this will be a newer habit for you, just starting with some water is better than none. So I'm not going to overwhelm you by giving you a goal of a number of ounces to drink. Instead, I'm going to give you a mindset around it to focus on and then a few ideas of how you might begin to make this a habit in your morning routine. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you know I'm all about the mindsets mindset here. So this is it. Drinking water fuels my body. It allows me to think more clearly about the day ahead and is how I'm choosing to honor God with my healthy habits right now. Now for you, you might think slightly different thoughts, but the idea behind them is going to be the same. You're not doing this because Warren told you to or because the research shows the benefits. You're doing this for you and for God. You're doing this because you get to steward the body God has gifted you. So as you begin this habit and the next two I'm going to talk about, don't should on yourself because that brings guilt and obligation into the equation. Instead, remind yourself that you get to choose because of the freedom that God has given you through Jesus Christ. Okay, (laughs) that was another rabbit trail, but hey, someone needed to hear that or it wouldn't have come up. Anyways, practical ways to begin implementing this habit. Maybe for you, it's setting out a cup of water or something next to your bed um, for when you wake up first thing in the morning, or you set it by the coffee maker so it's ready for you to drink while your coffee is brewing. Now, for me, I drink water constantly, even during the night sometimes, so I always have a cup near me. So one of the first things I do in the morning is I take a drink. And when I began to be more intentional about drinking more water before my coffee, I started drinking my water on my way to the kitchen to make my coffee and then continuing to drink it while my coffee was brewing. Now, I don't know how many ounces I typically drink, and frankly, I don't really care because, again, it's the habit of drinking the water before the coffee that matters to me, and that's the point I'm trying to make for you as well. Start where you are and grow from there. So if you discover that you really love how you feel when you've begun drinking more water first thing in the morning, then add even more water drinking to your routine. But if you're not there yet because you're still working on remembering to drink water at all before your coffee, then start there. Does that make sense? Cool. Moving on. The second habit is Bible before screens. Now I was going to start off by asking a rhetorical question, you know, what do I mean by that? But I'm pretty sure you know. How often does your alarm go off in the morning and you grab your phone to turn it off and then it begins? The random scroll of social media, the email checking, the whatever else you do on your phone while you're laying in bed not wanting to get up yet. Now, I share this a lot when I talk about the bedtime routines that being on your phone before bed is terrible for your sleep. But the truth is that it's also probably not setting you up for success for your morning either. We all know that socials does a thing to our brain, right? It makes us anxious, stuck in comparison, discontent, all the things. And checking emails and calendars and whatever else can make you feel stressed and behind in your day before you've even gotten out of bed. Now, maybe your habit is more to turn on the TV first thing in the morning for the news or whatever. Now, just remember that Whatever fills your mind first is likely going to influence you for the rest of your day. So what do you want your day to look like? How do you want to feel starting out as your morning begins? Remember, you get to choose. You get to choose what you put in front of your eyes and into your mind. You get to choose how you react and respond to the things. You get to choose 
how best to use your time and energy, you get to choose how to honor God in all that you do. So how will you choose? Will you do the things you know will set you up for success or will you keep doing the same things that frequently, if not always, cause you to struggle through your morning and your day? So I'll say the habit again, but remember, as I talked about before, it's not a should, it's a get to. Bible before screens first thing in the morning. Now I've shared this about my story many times before, so you've probably heard it, but I'm going to say it again. (laughs) Everything changed in my health and life when I started waking up earlier in the morning and reading my Bible before doing anything else. And I mean everything. My mindset, my emotions, my physical health, my motivations, my ability to be a better mom and wife and friend, my understanding of my true identity in Christ and who God created me to be, my purpose in life and reason for living, the calling and the assignments that God had for me in that season and in each one to come. Everything changed because I started reading the word of God, the active and living and convicting and transforming word of God. So I encourage you every morning, even if just for a few minutes to start, read the Bible, set a boundary of rule for yourself that you don't do screens until you've read the Bible. Again, not because you should or you're obligated or because Lauren told you to, but because you have access to the best way I know to hear from God. And you get to be in this relationship with him where he wants to talk to you. He wants you to talk to and know him more. You get to choose to fill your mind with more of the things of God than the things of this world. And when you do that, your life changes, your heart changes. So practically... What can that look like? Well, honestly, it depends on what your mornings look like right now and what's doable for you right now in this season. You know, it may be that you simply build your just get out of bed when your alarm goes off muscle to where you don't need to scroll forever to wake up, to wake yourself up enough to actually get out of bed. It might mean that you bribe yourself for a while by reading first and then rewarding yourself with screen time. It might be that you read your Bible on your phone before anything else. Now, I will point out that that takes a little bit more discipline, so I don't necessarily recommend it, but hey, if that's where you are, it's better than nothing, okay? If you feel like you don't know what to read or you really need help getting started in this area, please reach out to me. My email is always in the show notes. I would love to hear from you, but I'll also include a few resources in the show notes that might be able to help you get started. Now, the last thing I'm going to say here is that If you are one that scrolls on your phone or watches TV first thing in the morning and then you find yourself thinking that you don't have time to read your Bible or pray or journal, well, I don't think I have to say it, but I think you just found your extra time. (laughs) Remember, you get to choose how you spend your time and your energy, and I can promise you that spending time and energy on your relationship with God is never wasted. So again, Bible before screen time. Now, it might be hard. It might take time. It might not be enjoyable from the very beginning, and it might not be enjoyable every day, but I can promise you that you will not regret it. Okay, so the third and last habit I want to share about today is prayers of thanks to God before the stress of to-do lists. Now, you may think this one is really similar to the last one, and it is to some extent, but what I want to focus on more for this habit is your thoughts. What's the first thought that comes to your mind when your alarm goes off or when you're getting up in the morning? Are you already thinking that you can't wait to go to bed the next night? (laughs) No shame. I've been there. (laughs) Maybe your mind goes straight to your to-do list or all you have going on that day. 
Maybe you think about how you wish you didn't have to do some of the things you have to do, or you wish you could stay in bed all day and not have to deal with any of the responsibility of the day to come. Now, if you're unsure about what thoughts come to mind first thing in the morning, I challenge you to pay attention over the next few mornings and see what comes up for you. One of the big ways I've become such a morning person, even in the throes of motherhood, is with one simple thought. Well, really one simple prayer. Thank you, God, for this day. That's it. Nothing complicated, nothing crazy. Just thanking God. Because when you wake up with gratitude in your mind and your heart, it will set a great tone for your day. It will set you up to have that positive attitude the rest of the day. When you realize that God has given you the day before you with his new mercies, with his grace, his love, and his purpose, it changes how you begin to see what happens as the day goes on. So getting practical with this one again, it's a habit that's going to take time. If you can begin to train your brain to pray that prayer when you open your eyes each morning, it will begin to add such great joy to your mornings, I promise. Now, how you trigger yourself to remember might look a little different. Maybe you put it as the background of your phone screen or the little note on your alarm when you set it at night. Maybe it's a post-it note next to your bed, you know, perhaps on the cup of water that you're going to begin putting there. Or maybe you write it on the bathroom mirror so it's one of the last things that you see before you go to bed at night. Whatever it looks like, this will all need to begin with you having an awareness of your thoughts and your mindset about your mornings. So slow down and take the time to investigate and notice how you're thinking and feeling before you just jump into your day and and all the stress that it's likely to bring. Now, as you begin your morning with a prayer of thanks, it's going to help you remember that God is always with you and leading you in all that he has planned for you that day if you choose to continue to walk with him through it all. All right, so a quick recap of the three habits to help you start your mornings off well are water before coffee, Bible before screen time, and a prayer of thankfulness before the stress of to-do lists. I pray this was helpful and encouraging to you and that it blesses you as you continue living healthy and empowered for the glory of God. Hey, I want to share a quick story with you. The last time I ever tried dieting, I remember going to bed hungry every single night because I was so obsessed with getting to a certain number on the scale. It made me angry and frustrated that I couldn't get to a point where I ate normally or felt good about myself. Even when I got to my goal weight, I still found myself challenged to lose more weight because I knew it was possible if I kept starving myself. I thought I would be more happy if I just lost a little more. Then I looked in the mirror and I saw sunken cheeks, bags under my eyes, my hip bones and ribs. I was too skinny and I finally realized that this diet, while helping me lose weight, was not making me healthy physically or mentally. I realized that I needed to stop obsessing over the scale or my food and exercise because there was so much more to health than that. I realized that in order for health to be sustainable, it had to be a lifestyle of small changes, of learning from mistakes or failures, and of navigating seasons of change with joy. Imagine if you were so clear on what living healthy looked like for you right now, even as a busy mom, that you were able to get to a weight that you love, show up with more energy, and live with more joy for your family and friends. Well, I found a way that works for me, and I want to show you a way that will work for you too. That's why I created the Empowered Health Framework, where I'll teach you mindful nutrition and joyful movement to help you get healthy for good. You'll be able to use the time that you have to get to a weight you love and consistently prioritize your health in a way that's simple so you can have more energy for the things you love. You'll walk away with freedom and joy around making healthy choices so you can live with more energy and less stress 
so you can focus your time and your thoughts where you truly want and ultimately live out the lifestyle and changes you desire to make in a way that's natural and sustainable. So if you're ready to get healthy and fit for life without obsessing over diets or exercise in a simple and easy to follow plan that works for your busy mom life, I've got just the thing for you. I'd like to personally invite you to join my online course, Empowered Health Framework, so you can learn to live healthy God's way. There are now two ways to sign up. You can sign up as a go at your own pace course or with one-on-one coaching to keep you extra accountable as you walk through your journey. So go ahead and visit healthyandempoweredliving.com forward slash course, find out all the details and get signed up today so you can finally find the time to get to a weight you love and consistently prioritize your health in a way that's simple so you can have more energy to create the mom life you love. That wraps up another episode of the Healthy and Empowered Living Podcast. Thanks for listening today. If you're loving what you hear, would you share this podcast with a friend? Also, it would make my day to hear from you. Will you be so kind as to head over to Apple Podcasts, rate the show, and write a short review? That helps me to know what you want to hear more of and helps more women find the show, learn, and be encouraged too. Lastly, if you're not already a part of the Joyful Health for Christian Moms Facebook community, we'd love to have you. We aren't meant to do this thing alone, so come find the support you need as you're living healthy and empowered. Thank you.